It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Five fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I am joined now with Connor Ben. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. So uh, this is my first time here at the gym. Is, uh, is this a new gym? This is the new gym, yeah. We've been here now three, four weeks. Okay. It's the new match from Elite Boxing Gym. Okay. And it's, um, I don't know if you've been upstairs, Golda Weights upstairs. Got nice, nice on a private that country lane. That's what you want. This is in the middle of nowhere. It is, but that's what you want. <laughs> you know, you come here and you feel secluded, separated from the world. You know, you leave your rubbish at the door. Mm-hmm. You come in and you're in the gym. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's good to see you again. I know last time we caught up in Vegas, but I felt like it was very rushed. Didn't really get to talk to you. And I know that was the first time that you and I had actually had an interview. So yep. thank you for your time. Pleasure. I know that you have a fight coming up in literally two weeks against Adrian Granados. Um, talk to me a bit about... The, how that fight sort of came about, because I know when we last spoke, we, you didn't have an opponent just yet. Uh, well, his name was mentioned a while ago. Um, Vargas' name was mentioned. Adrian mm-hmm. Granados' name was mentioned. Um, I believe an offer was made to Granados back then, uh, but I believe he's, he's accepted it now. So, you know, we pushed forward. There was a few names in the hat, and we got the names we want. Adrian Granados is a big test, big step up. He's been in with the best fighters of our generation. So um, I plan on just demonstrating everything I've been working on and make this fight look like the sort of fight it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that Adrian's been in with like Adrian Broner, um, with uh, Danny Garcia. He's been in with Sean Porter. He's come up just short of a win, but he's been a tough test for everyone. So what is it? what would a, a win against him mean for you? You know, where I believe I'm going and where I'm heading, um, it's a stepping stone to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong, every fight's a banana skin at this stage, but I believe I've got all the tools to beat him. And it's just a matter of how I win. Mm-hmm. But the win's definite. Mm-hmm. Well, last time we saw you out uh, was a great win for you. Uh, but he, Vargas was not really happy with the with the stoppage. He kind of felt like he wasted his time coming over. That's sort of what I picked up on uh, when he was giving an interview post Well, he got paid, didn't he? Right. So, you know, the easiest money he's ever earned. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Got paid and went, went straight back home. Took the pound back to the dollar. He's, you know, he's laughing. Do you almost wish that, I know this may sound silly because I know fighters want 
an, uh, an early stoppage. Nobody wants to go 12 To answer your right? question, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, of course, 100 million percent. I mean, I demonstrate the... F see, when you do the rounds, you demonstrate skill, you demonstrate... You know, timing, accuracy, patience as the rounds go on. Mm -hmm. uh, I planned on demonstrating most of that with the Vargas fight because you can say the Formella fight was a great performance, outstanding performance. Uh, there was a lot of wasted shots there. Um, I would like my accuracy to have been more accurate. Uh, but, you know, I had a quite a while out the ring, so got very excited at stages. But, you know, I planned on this, uh, demonstrating that what I've been working on against Vargas, even in the short minute and a half or whatever it was, mm -hmm. the sh every single shot I threw landed. I didn't miss once. Mm -hmm. So even in that short little burst there, I demonstrated accuracy, patience when I see him wobble and power shots, you know, think placing the shots. So there was a lot of um, work shown in that minute and a half, mm -hmm. but uh, it would have been ideal to get more rounds at the end of the day. It looks good when you knock them out early, but the rounds are what I need. Mm -hmm. Are you kind of, again, kind of a silly question but do you kind of hope that this fight you kind of take it in a few more rounds <laughs> it's a hard one because you don't get paid for overtime right you know when you get them out of there it's it looks good but it's still the question marks mm -hmm. do you know what I mean I've done the 12 rounds with four met the 10 rounds with Formella look great over the 10 loads in the tank but there's still some more answer questions over championship rounds. Mm -hmm. it, you, you see so many fighters come on, blow everyone out, fight X, Y, Z, blow them out, and then come sticky times, mm -hmm. they buckle. Mm -hmm. So it's just about it's just about taking your time in this game. You're always learning, and school's never out. And also a second part to that question is, you know, with Adrian, seeing that he's been in the ring with several of our veterans, uh, veterans at welterweight, do you almost feel like a part of you wants to go in making a statement against him? Because I know that they've all been kind of making comments like you're young, you should be taking your time, you shouldn't be calling them out. So does a part of you want to like show them up almost against how they nah, performed? I don't really care about what they think. <laughs> do you know what I mean? When I fought Formella, I'd be in way more convincing than Porter did. Mm -hmm. you, know, you could definitely tell, yeah, I was hurting Formella every single time. I had him go a few times. Um, so even if I give uh, Granados a beating over the 12, I'm happy with it. Mm -hmm. A win's a win. A win's a win. At the end of the day, we all know I can bang mm -hmm. with the left and the right. So it don't it don't make no difference to me how I win. It's about getting the win because any time I do win, it's always going to be in a good fashion anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, so, look, I mean, who knows what can happen? Vargas just finished doing, I can only go based off his performance with Khan and Virgil Ortiz, which are the most recent. Um, forget the Danny Garcia's, the Errol Spences, because that was a while ago, but even of recent, when he mm -hmm. fought um, Amy Khan and Virgil, took Virgil seven rounds, and I rate Virgil. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe he will be pound for pound. He's, you know, he's, a, he's a banger. So for me to then knock him out in one round, you just can't ever write me off. Mm -hmm. Or you just don't know what you're going to get, which is why my career is so exciting. Right. Well, one of the things I really like about you is that you're not afraid to speak your mind. And I think that that does a lot for building up these fights. Your name has been mentioned alongside, as of recent, um, mostly Amir Khan as well as Sean Porter. Sean sort of said something. He wasn't disrespectful in what he was saying, but he was sort of saying it as if, like, you should be taking your time. Like, why are you rushing things? You're young. You know, the time will come. Um, but they also don't seem eager to want to give you the time of day either. That's fine. Yeah, and you, I understand that. But you think when, um, you know, the likes of Amir Khan, why not fight me? Mm -hmm. 
But I what mean, did you make of him making that comment, though? Like, oh, at Sean 24, Paul? I was... No, no when, I mean, Con... Um, yeah, at 24, I was world champion. I don't care what he was. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? you got a massive amateur background. I don't... I don't... I don't... Then, you go, then I can go, yeah, but as soon as you got you on the chin, you got banged out by Prescott. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, it, it don't make no difference. Um, you know, he had a great career. Um, obviously, he achieved what every young fighter wants to achieve in the sport of boxing. Um, but when he's talking about... It don't make no sense. Let's fight Super Feathers in Billy Dib then, shall we? That makes more sense. Mm. Or let's fight Phil LaGreco. That makes more sense, apparently. So don't come with all that spill. And then and then the, pro- the proof's in the pudding of what you're saying is bollocks. Mm-hmm. Because it is. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what that is. Because then how can you say that when I'm not Vargas saying in one round mm-hmm. and you had life and death with him? I know you said that you would be willing to face him, but, it's fine. but have, it's you heard, have you heard anything? Like, have you spoken to Eddie about no, it by his, saying, his like, agent, look, his if- agent, manager okay. or lawyer, whatever it was, was quick to get on the phone straight after the fight and, and then it just quickly got shut down. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. I understand if he gone, no, nah, you've got a long way to go. It don't make no sense. I was world champion. When he's come with that and then, well, your last three fights speak, four fights speak, completely different story. Mm-hmm. So don't come with that and then, you know, your career says something different. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, that's fine then. Um, But it's it's confidence. It gives me confidence because at the end of the day, I thought I was going to be a walk in a park. You take the fight of a a drop of a hat Mm -hmm. and get paid. Mm -hmm. So that's that. That that finishes that. And as far as Sean Paul, I don't know if you've seen his recent interview on his podcast. He's going, um, you know, the next best thing to come out of Britain is Conor Ben. Um... I said something, he's gone, I've said his eyes are bigger than his stomach. And uh, I've said, well, I've got a big appetite. And he's gone, ooh. So it's like, <laughs> Sean, Porter, Sean Porter gets the score. He gets the score. Yeah, I respect Sean Porter, of course mm-hmm. I do. Do you know what I mean? He's, I respect all world, ch- I respect all fighters. I'm not one to slag fighters off, slag their careers off, slag this off. But at the end of the day, I want the big fights. Mm-hmm. When you have fighters call me out, I get it. It's fine. It's not mm-hmm. nothing personal. Some people, t- you know, make it personal. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I've got more to, more, more to life to, to worry about than X, Y, Z. Do you know what I mean? Um, in an interview that Sean Porter did with Sky, he said something along the lines of, and I don't want to misquote him, but he did say something along the lines of he's yet to sort of see anyone who is the son or daughter of a fighter ever yeah. sort of top what their fathers have done. What do you make of that comment? That I have. I think I remember reading that, that um, I'm the best doing it mm-hmm. of their sons or daughters of boxing. Uh, that's a massive compliment. I mean, especially when you hear it. I get gassed all the time because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I don't know why I get gassed, <laughs> but I do. It's flattering. It's, um, it's nice, especially when it's from other fighters on the other side of the pond, fighters I used to watch growing up. Mm-hmm. Well, not even watch growing up. Fighters I never really grew up watching boxing, but fighters I you, you hear of the big yeah, names. Yeah, of course. So it's, it's definitely flattering, but... Um, it's a compliment. What can I say? I mean, I think I get more credit in America than I do over here. I think so. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm well respected over here. You mean from the fighters or from the fans? From the fans. From the fans and maybe fighters. Yeah. I don't know because I'm very well respected over here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very, very well respected. There's n- I've never, like, it's always respect and love from the general public. Maybe I'm just talking social media. 
Yeah, well, that's a so that's a, a completely story. different area. No, no, so no. There's no, never so anything t- nice on that yeah, thing. Yeah, no. So I take that back. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I love my British supporters, mm-hmm. and you know they do back me. Um, we do get the old get social media. So let's eliminate social media. I've mm-hmm. always been shown love on road every single day. Mm-hmm. When I go to gyms, very well respected. I have time for everyone um, because at the end of the day, push boxing aside, who am I? How do I conduct myself? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With or without boxing. Boxing don't make me. Mm-hmm. Boxing don't make Conor Ben, you know, and uh, the public make me. Do you do you find that speaking of social media, it seems as though some fans. I don't even know if they're fans really, because I don't feel like real fans say mean things about people in the sport. Um, do you find that the comments that are made are more? about like some people say oh well there's a difference between being arrogant and confident and that some people want to assume that you're arrogant because you are confident do you find that to be sort of uh, a misunderstanding or just irritating people make ex- people will make excuse for what they want to believe mm-hmm. so people will go yeah everything i heard from my dad how yeah <laughs> how like He's not in the ring with you. Yeah, yeah, how? I know. You know, for my whole career, how has he, how's he given me the life I, I have? He hasn't. So, and then when you say, that's the biggest cop out, is when I say, yeah, everything you got is from your dad. How? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I lived in Australia and was under my dad's roof and, you know, my dad provided for me, fair enough. But, you know, I come here on my own. Um, it's kind of an ex- a perfect example of that would be Eddie Hearn, right? You constantly hear that, oh, he had a silver spoon growing up. That's just know. jealous people. But, but at the same time, he's still a really hard worker and he's done so much for the sport. And yet it always goes back to, oh, well, he yeah, was just a rich kid, though. No, of course Isn't not. Isn't that crazy? I know so many rich kids who have done nothing with their life <laughs> apart from ponce off their parents. I know so many. Mm-hmm. Majority of people I know do that. So when you're talking about me getting in the ring getting up and doing my runs. I can say, I choose to do the hardest sport in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish I could, I had it in me to punch off my dad. <laughs> I wish I had it in me, honestly, that'd be the logical, but I ain't, I ain't got no logic apparently, you know? So that, that's, so that, that's another thing. Whereas people go, they know, yeah, no, he's, he's really arrogant. Arrogant? What, what's arrogant? Mm-hmm. I, have the t- I promise you all my life, I've never turned down a picture of him on, even on my bad day. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm having a really bad day or I've had a bad spar and people are going, yeah, what round are you going to knock him out in? What's your round should I put my money on? Don't lose for me, will you? <laughs> <sighs> Do you know what I mean? But I'll still, you know, give the old thumbs up and a smile. Mm-hmm. Even on my worst day, I'm still human. Well, it's sort of like, you know, uh, Conor McGregor recently, right? There was all this talk about, oh, my God, when he talks crap, he's it's trash and he's evil and he's this and he's that. But when he's not talking trash and he's being like really quiet, they're like, oh, what happened to him? He used to be so you know, good at what he does and he's, you know, he doesn't talk anymore. And it's sort of like you can never please everyone. That's why you've got to le- you learn that early. Mm-hmm. You know, if you plan on going anywhere in the line, like, you've got to learn that early. That, you know, if you're everyone's cup of tea, why are you? Do you know? No, you're a mug. Yeah. That's, if, you're everyone, <laughs> if you're everyone's cup of tea, you're a mug. So... <laughs> And that's that speak for itself. No one's gonna it's not true. not everyone's gonna like you. Not everyone's gonna be your friend. Not everyone's, you know. You can buy someone a Rolex. They'll go, ah, oh, it's too big. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You can buy. You can do whatever. 
you cannot please everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's all, all spheres in life, whether it's business, whether it's, you know, performance, arts, whatever it is, you'll never please everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. And that's fine with me. If you had it your way, obviously you are the son of a legend. Okay. Let's just be frank. So if you had it your way, would you have wanted to go the route of not having the Ben last name? Or do you feel, or I know, and I don't want this to sound like. Well, how disrespectful right. if I was to go, I'd rather not have the Ben name. Well, because some people, you do hear them say like, oh, no. well, if I, you know, didn't have this last name, maybe people would respect me more. But I, I can't see how, that. You know how horrible it would be for me if my son, if someone ever made my son feel like mm. how the public try to make you feel mm. like, as in, yeah, everything you've had from your dad. Is that not what every dad wants for their son? Mm -hmm. When he grows up, he's going to want that for his mm -hmm. kids. Mm. Is that not what you want? Is that not what any person wants? And if you don't, I feel really sorry for you. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I don't just fight for myself. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a blessing to have my dad's name. I thank my dad every single day. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna make no one take my blessings away from me and make me resent what my dad done for me when he risked his life every single time he got in that ring to provide for me. Mm -hmm. And what I'm gonna go, dad, why did you have to do that for? Just for the sake of people. No, mate. I'm sorry your dad didn't provide for you. That's clearly why you're jealous towards me. It ain't my problem. That's yours. Mm -hmm. That's your issue, not mm -hmm. mine. Do you know what I mean? That's I know. I was, I was speaking to Chris Eubank Jr. about this because he was saying sometimes it's, it's, not, oh, it, it's not always a, a blessing, but more so it can be a curse at times where people want to constantly use that against you. Having it depends your father your perspective. Yeah. It depends on your perspective and how you choose to look at it. Because it all, it all that comes down to what, you know, what happens between your two ears. You know, you can look at it how you want. And I look at it as it's a blessing. I wouldn't be where I am today without my dad. I wouldn't be here without my dad. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be on this earth without my dad and his seed. So let's see how far you want to take it. Because at the end of the day, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have the DNA running through my veins. Mm -hmm. With or without boxing, I still would have been a fighter in whatever else it is. And I would have made whatever that is work. That comes in, that's in my DNA. So what am I supposed to resent my DNA as well then? Mm -hmm. Because anything I choose to do, I would have been successful, right? Mm -hmm. Anything I choose to do, I'm going to... I'm not going to try, I'm gonna try Mr. Miyagi and catch that. <laughs> you got the chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> that damn thing. Yeah. No, and I totally understand what you're saying. I just... Um, it almost seems like as if that's implied by people, which I find so baffling because it's like, mm, if he didn't have the last name, would he... Would you really be giving him any different, you know, sort of respect... Probably not. No, because Probably at not. the end of the day, you've got other fighters mm -hmm. um, who, you know, Kel Brook's eye socket, Pitt, they turn on him. Daniel Dubois, turn on him. AJ, turn on him. At the end mm -hmm. of the day, if you, t if you manage to turn away from who you're following, you ain't a real follower anyway. Mm -hmm. You ain't a real fan or a supporter anyway. Mm -hmm. So I don't need you. Mm -hmm. You're not the sort of supporter I want mm -hmm. through thick and thin. And I have many of them. Mm -hmm. And I have many people who go, yeah, hype job. Wait till the, you know, the hype trainings. People wait, are waiting for that. People are waiting for the old, yep, yeah, hype job. Knew it, told you. Who, who gives a rat's ass? At the end of the day, you know, as McGregor said, you know, one week they love you, one week they hate you. Both week I got paid. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's true. So, and that's that simple as that. But I love that you have that that mind frame. It's horrible because I had to get to here. Mm. So it used like to this. affect oh, you. Oh yeah, bad. 
Oh yeah, it used to affect me loads as a kid. As a kid, just trying to achieve something mm. and people knocking me down for choosing to do the hardest sport in the world. So yeah, it did. And that's why I've now become as hard as I have. And it ain't a nice way to be. Mm. Hey, don't know what's to be hard. Like in terms of, being, you know, you get prodded and poked and you just become firm. It's not bothering you, you become attitude-y. Mm-hmm. You know, you become, I don't want to, you don't want to be that guy, but at the end of the day, the public, the, you know, the public made that. So I saw a clip of your missus, and she said she didn't want to see your son box, <laughs> right? Do you feel the same way? A million percent. And he ain't going to fight. Well, I mean, what happens? Let's, let's just say. What oh. happens? Because look at you. It's in your DNA. We were just talking about DNA. It's filtered down and civil, civiled in, civiling out. <laughs> That's what's happening. It's, is it civiling out? So. I'm sure your father probably would have wanted the same thing for no, you as you it, want for your no, son. No, because it was firm with him. Civil Dan. It's got, you know, it's like going from... <laughs> really aggressive to then like sibling down <laughs> sibling out and he's like nah he ain't gonna be mm. and like he's I don't lot- know we might be having this conversation 10 years from now no 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 telling you now like I just know <laughs> you know you got the dark destroyer they got the destroyer they ain't gonna be light skin destroyer over there <laughs> it 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 stops there do you know what I mean it, it I mean it don't even sound good so you just got to say, son, you can't follow it on. The son oh. of the destroyer. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to, you know, the power of manifestation, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm trying my hardest to keep saying he ain't going to fight. And everyone keeps going, yep, you know, he's going to be a fight. And I'm like, no, he ain't. Mm-hmm. No, he ain't. So no, he ain't. I know okay, he well, ain't. for no. your sake, I hope he doesn't. No, but, he it, you know, it, it does run in the blood, so. He, he ain't going to be... Um, a fire. Oh, I mean, I, so I, I, I pray for him every day. Mm-hmm. Um, How I, has being a father changed you as a fighter? It hasn't changed me as a fighter. No? At all. It hasn't changed me as a fighter at all. At the end of the day, fighting selfish. And if I did think of my son, I'd call it a day. Mm. So as far as fighting goes, it ain't got nothing to do with my son. It ain't got nothing to do with my wife. Um, I fight for myself. As in terms of... It is a selfish sport. Mm-hmm. And... I love to fight. And that's that. Do you know what I mean? So he's changed me in terms of who I am as a man, um, decisions I make, um, what sort of dad do I want to be? Because my dad was just my dad to me. He wasn't Nigel Benn. He wasn't the Dark Destroyer. He wasn't the Hall of Famer. He wasn't this and that. He was my dad. Mm-hmm. So and I just want to be a good dad to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, that's really what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, his life. My dad sold his belts, his WBC, WBA belts to charity. He, he sold them all. It ain't what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so makes me want to be a good man, makes me want to invest my money wisely, makes me want to make sure that he's set for life mm-hmm. um, when he's older. But as far as career-wise, I want to be world champion because I know my son's going to be proud of me either way because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you are your dad's your hero, mm-hmm. you know, with without being world champion. That's, that's a come and go. Yeah. Uh, me being a good dad to him, that's, that's what really counts. That's so sweet. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's sweet. It's great. It's great to see that you have that, that love and that, um, you know, that understanding of the bond between father and son. I just son. Think, there's, I think there's more to life. I love fighting. I have a passion for fighting. I have a passion for the training. Very regimented, very hard, very difficult, very intense. Um, and if you know that, all matches my personality. But... There's more to life. Say boxing ends for me tomorrow. There's a lot more to life. There's so much more to life. I've got my little, my, my little family. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have to take a step back because boxing can get so 
intense. You get caught in this bubble and you go, hold on a minute. Got my wife, my baby, my little dog, a home that we're building, financial investments that we got happening, mm. X, Y, Z. Breathe. Chill. Do you Take know what I mean? In. Take it in. Chill. You know, I'm 24. Chill. I think that's what happens, though, with workaholics. You get so caught up. Like, even just for myself, when a fight, you know, fight night comes on, I mean, that's the best part of Media Week. It's fight night, right? And then it isn't until the following day where I was like, God, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God. I was like, that was a lot of fun. You're not in the moment. You're not taking it all in because sometimes you just get caught up. So you go a lot of fun. I go, it takes me around two weeks, then it, Vic. So... So yeah, it's two weeks of what? Like to calm down. Oh really? Okay. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, but it does, doesn't it, Vic? Wow. Like, like I'm tense for around two weeks after a fight, and and I'm still like agitated, I'm still disturbed, still not at peace. Mm. And then after I start to like become more affectious, more sociable like able to just sit I feel like I'm gonna you got a fly on your arm no. there am I gonna do it damn, try it oh. do it oh no <laughs> oh no that was close but I'll hurt your shoulder would have popped it out sorry it's okay we're, we're gonna get him this little bastard <laughs> all over the place but yeah so no it takes me two weeks to calm down and what used to happen was I used to just free fall and I used to go from, obviously, you're at you're the highest highs. Mm -hmm. And then I used to free fall, and there used to be no safety in it. And, and now I've found my safety in it. And, mm. you know, you find, you, you, let, you learn, man. You don't just come into this game, this life of limelight and fame and think you can deal with things just as normal. You learn to deal with these things. You learn to deal with the pressure. You learn to deal with providing for your family. You learn to... Um, financially, you learn about that as well. Mm -hmm. um, not to spend all your money. You learn to invest. Priorities change. You learn. Yeah, you just you evolve, you grow, you learn, and we keep it moving. Mm -hmm. I feel like this got really like. <laughs> I love it. I feel like I'm getting to know you, a different side of you. Because you know, know when we're when it's media weeks and stuff, you just kind of catch you in your your warrior mode. Yeah. You know. Not not the nicest versions of me. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm not that guy. I actually, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm just so, um, like, I believe there's a, a nice guy in there. And I believe boxing. Well, there's the man and then there's the fighter. The, uh, exactly. But we yeah. always see the fighter. We see the, because when we're around, it's all media week, right? Yeah. So it's good to see the side of you. Yeah, I'm, um, mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I, I don't know you what. you got a good head on your shoulders. Yeah, I don't know what people's perceptions are of me. Um, it come, it changes all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, depend based on interviews. Mm -hmm. Every single time it changes. But I mean, yeah, Vic can tell you the man stories, um, which are <laughs> which are the more normal me, and you wouldn't make it up. Really? You wouldn't make it up. I'm not. I'm not. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't make it up. It's, it's funny. It's funny, really. When you think about it, when I think about a movie I was watching yesterday and really enjoyed it, <laughs> you think, I'm not going to say because I'll never live it down, but I really enjoyed this movie and I'll stick it on by choice. And it's... Um, it's got to be a chick flick then. No, not a chick oh. flick, probably even worse. I mean, I, yeah, just not okay. go there. Don't try and drag it out of me. <laughs> but yeah, so at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a, a son, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a grandson and... I'm a fighter to many, a role model to the young, a role model to many as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
Mais muuta life. Well, I appreciate you, you know, speaking with me, and it's good to get to know you in this manner. Um, but obviously, you got a fight coming up in two weeks, so I'm sure this is going to snap right back you in, or snap right back into warrior mode. I'll snap right back. I'm yeah. right. You just speaking about it's got me in the zone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Granados is getting it. It mm-hmm. don't make no difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I said, he can come for come with what he wants. He can prepare for King Kong, but I'm King Kong. Okay, the King Con. All right. Well, uh, really quickly, I just want to give a shout out to Wow Hydrate. How did Do you know about how, Wow? Like, yeah. as in, they they are great drinks. They've no, got yeah, yeah. electrolytes in them. Well, you're you've an got ambassador lemon. for them. So. I am. You got the, the old lemon and lime. Yeah. Which is lovely. I don't know if you've had the lemon and lime one yet. Have you tasted I haven't. That one? I, my favorite's the tropical. Summer okay, my favorite's the tropical. Oh, there you go. Tropical there. You got the orange flavor. I got the orange. This is the first but time I've tried orange. The summer fruits and the tropical are probably aha. Uh-huh. Go on. That's the one. See, the yeah. plug. Yeah, <laughs> which is the plug. Yeah, so you've got, what, 20 grams of protein and collagen. Uh, so it's un- unbelievable. We drink this, honest to God, religiously when we work out. Yeah, so this is it, is, it is definitely refreshing. You've got to have it cold, though. When yes. it's cold, it's banging. So, nah, but yeah, I'm an ambassador for them. I like what they stand for. I like what they represent. Uh, they work with the elite of the sport. I wouldn't attach my name to anything that's not elite. Mm-hmm. Um of elite performance or high standards. So, listen, if you don't know about why hydrate, get on it. Get on it, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, and hopefully we'll be able to catch up with you on Media Week. So, um, any final words? Um, shall I say something in Spanish for Granada? No, I can't. <laughs> you should. <laughs> no, 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 I've done it once. I heard but... you were fluent. I am, yeah. Oh, my God. Someone was telling me, I'm like, he's like, he speaks better Spanish than I do. and I'm fluent, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I love my Spanish. Well, I grew up there 12 years, so okay. you, all you guys, uh, I grew up dope. there. That's dope. I love that. I yeah. can't even string three words together. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I lived there for 12 years. It was either I speak like, oh, yeah, like that with my <laughs> parents, or it was Spanish with my friends. Okay. And I was out on road with my friends majority of the time, so. And it's so important to teach your children to be bilingual as well, because I hold that against my mom. Oh, well, do you know what? I don't know. I, I don't know how long we're gonna stay here in the UK. Well, she begs to differ, but I believe you have such a l- more luxurious upbringing, raised uh, somewhere else in Europe. Mm-hmm. I don't want my son growing up thinking my dad's Connor Ben, oi oi, and all that. <laughs> I don't want my son being that kid uh, because I know if I was raised here, I would have been that kid. Mm. You know, think I'm all that. Because my dad's Nigel Ben, and I know I would have been that kid. I don't want that for him. He can we can be raised abroad where I am just his dad, and he respects for me respects me right. equally. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not right now. If I like to raise my kids somewhere in Portugal, I've been looking at houses in Portugal, Spain. Um, the list goes on, but at France as mm-hmm. well, um, because even at being bilingual. It's like when I go anywhere in the world and I can speak Spanish, which is why I go in Miami all the time, um, even out in America, so many Spanish. So this uh, media member came up to me and goes, shocked as all hell. He speaks Spanish, by the way. He's Mexican. He's like, did you write, did, have, have you heard Conor Brett speak Spanish? And I go, no, I didn't even know he spoke Spanish. He goes, no. Like, he speaks better Spanish than me. He's in there speaking better Spanish than me. I'm like, no way. I had no idea. It's such a blessing. And it's it, it opens you so much more door off yeah, journey. Yeah, absolutely. Know? I might have spoken it for 12, what, 12, 13 years. And I still remember it. Mm. Odd word I forget. 
but I still remember it. So once you have that embedded in you, it's just giving him another door, another avenue to absolutely opening doors. So um, I definitely won't write off. That's a conversation. Give me a look. So that's a conversation we got to have. <laughs> it's smart because my mom speaks Spanish and she yeah. never spoke it to us. So bet you know some naughty words. Though, I you? don't know anything. How do you not? Oh my god! It's not even a bad words. I, I, think, I mean, you ain't got to say. The but. B word. I think that. I think. I think that one's. Is it the B U T A? The P P P U T. Is it P U T A? P U T O. T O. Yeah. Okay, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one I've heard. That one. Another <laughs> <know> word. <laughs> yeah. I, it's honestly, I don't know anything. I've been trying to learn on Duolingo. Have you heard yeah. of it? No. What about Rosetta Stone? Uh, I've had Rosetta Stone many years ago, and I could never grasp it and i think one of the issues is that you have to have someone you can practice with yes if you're talking to a camera it's one thing it's sort of like hitting a bag but you've never sparred like you have to have someone that you can you know have those those rounds with as you'd say well my parents so. don't know a word they lived over there for 12 years they what they don't know a word of really Spanish. nope okay. you know you got right to read all the legal letters from the bank <laughs> <laughs> at like 12 yes yeah, Oh my God, that's so, funny. But yeah, that's a smart move to make yeah, with your son right moving off. forward. Well, again, thank you for your time and we'll wrap up here and we'll hopefully catch up with you on Media Week. Pleasure. All right, thank, thank you. you. Bye, fight fans. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.